What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? All right, well, we're here at Interlochen Center for the Arts. Literally looking out on the lake, Green Lake? I don't know which lake is which. I think it's called Green. This one's Green Lake, lake. and the one over there is... It has a greenish. And the one, what's you, the one on the other side? I have side? no idea. I've never been over there. Oh, that's right, because you didn't go to camp I here. I didn't. Whereas no. I did. So camp is on the other side of the road, and the For academy, the boys, because girls' yeah. camp is on this side. The academy's just right here, where we are. Like, and the academy is right here, this where we are. This is our second episode live from Interlochen. Uh-huh. Uh, we, last time we recorded just up there. Yeah, we recorded in um, Stone. With Peter Sparling. Uh-huh. And now it's just us. <clears throat> it's just us. We're we're dragging Jeremy around <laughs> down memory lane, literally dragging <laughs> his whole body through the it dirt. Is, <laughs> it is literally dragging Jeremy through Interlochen. Through because, our memory lane. Here's what it is. It's not his if you haven't lane. gone to Interlochen, you don't care. And if you haven't gone to Interlochen, it's actually just a sort of ugly summer camp. <laughs> That functions as an academy during the year. I mean, I think it's really I think beautiful. It's, beautiful. it's pretty yeah, spectacular. Me too. I, I don't know if that's because we went here, but I love the it. I think it's so is mostly kind of quaint sad, I'd say. I'm into it. I mean, I have such it's like it's such a deep I mean feeling. But if you look to that way and you see the roof of Kresge, I think that's an architectural beauty, no? Geometry, I love it. Yeah, and I've taken many a picture of it. And I love the old snow. dance building, which is we're, it's going to be torn down. There's going to be a new one. Well, they're adding on to it. Oh, they're just going to add yes, on to I it. Yes, I think okay. we'll still have remnants of the old. We'll find out here. about it, and you know what, listeners, we'll let you know is every th- detail. <gasps> People are like, please don't. Um, so Jeremy is well, photographing us so closely. <clears throat> Last you heard from us, we were leaving voice memos to one another when I was still in New York and you were on the road. And I was on the road because why, why are we here? Why are we even at Interlock? We're going right now? to Brianna's wedding. But what, yes, and what is that part of? The Midwest road trip. That's right. We're on a Midwest, we're on a Midwest road, road trip. trip <clears throat> which and began for me, what day is it? It's Thursday. I've it's been, been on it for a over a week. Right. I left on Saturday, so yeah. less. So we started last Wednesday, and I kind of can't remember because when you do a road trip, it feels like a month. Well, I can tell you what you did. Okay, what did I do? You went to Centralia, and you felt the heat wow. of the of the coal that burned the city. Yeah, yeah, that's still burning in the mines and yes. under it. Uh huh. And in then Centralia, Pennsylvania. And then you went to Dubois, Pennsylvania. Wow, you're right. Wow, I forgot about and all this already. And you went there because of the name only. Uh-huh. Yeah, just because of the name. And you stayed in a Marriott. That I don't you, remember. And you decided it was a Frank Geary construction, which it was right. not. Right, right. Though Jeremy decided that. I did. I was around some other. Instagram people who were like, wow, this, they're staying in a Frank Geary thing? I was like, no. No, no. No, no. <laughs> I it's love jokes. that. It's jokes. It's like when you, when you... Jeremy posted a photo of, like, you know, the awning just because it had a curves. swoosh to it, it. Uh-huh, with some purple lighting Remember under it. Remember when you posted the picture of um, the doll's, doll's house? house? That was a good one. And people were like, congratulations that you purchased this residency space. Yeah, but it was somewhere upstate. I was driving by a place that had turrets and looked strange, and it was called Doll's House, and it was for sale, and I said, just bought this, starting a new artist residency. <laughs> I was making, like, $16,000 a and year at the time. Several and people started to kiss your butt to try to get a residency there immediately. Doll's House but was that's really how it works. a good one. Another really good one was when I posted this needlepoint that Parker has in the room I stay in at her house. Of, it's a. Uh, I think it's the profile of Michelangelo's David. Oh wow! And I posted that. I said, just did this on the train down from Hudson. 
Someone was like, that looks like it would take days. And I was like, Needlepoint yeah. is usually heart, home, seashells, blessings. So to have one of uh, art yeah, is pretty I, amazing. Yeah, it's, well, it's a good one. Okay, I so follow, I was I in. follow a person on Instagram who does like float embroidery. I don't know what it's called. It's not exactly, it is a kind of needlepoint. Oh, I'm going sneeze. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I do feel there's allergies out here. There's a lot of plants and stuff. Yeah, it's super like trees and nature and... Um, okay, so this I'm is, in Dubois. Uh, I leave Dubois, and then we're in Ohio. I don't. Oh, we and then we got. I don't know if we stayed somewhere in Ohio. Oh, we went to this place called Cedar Point. Oh, did you actually get on a ride? We didn't get on a ride, but did you I was go into Cedar Point. Yeah, we went into Cedar Point. It is the best amusement Have park. You been there? Oh yes. Why? Because I used to live in Ohio. Oh, so Jeremy was like, "Let's go." Get actually, some- I went there the first time when I was still at Interlochen because I was going to. I was staying with my friend Lauren Davitt for a week in Toledo before I went to Milwaukee Ballet Summer Program, and Roy and Alexis had just graduated, and they came down, and we all drove to Cedar Point, maybe with someone else as well, Jason Rogo, I don't remember. Anyways, I've been to Cedar Point a few times. It's a wonderful amusement park. I don't think I ever want to get on a roller coaster again, but... It was... So, well, Jeremy was like, let's get sushi. So we start driving to some place, and I'm like, we're really going somewhere. And then there's all these rides, and I was like, we're going to a resort. And he's like, well, we'll get to eat on the water. And then, because there's a lake there. And yeah. it ends up that we go to the resort of Cedar Point and eat in a sushi restaurant in the middle of the resort with no windows in the total You're darkness. You're calling it a resort That's when it is a theme park. With a resort in it. Oh. With a giant resort hotel, like be out on the beach with drinks and all of that. Oh, interesting. It's not just a theme park. So you didn't go into the roller coaster part? No. Oh, okay. The... I. I also they feel... They have amazing roller coasters. It, well, everyone was screaming. They're incredible. Absolutely. Uh, whilst on that, excitingly, you texted me about someone from Ohio who is now editor-in-chief Oh, uh, the New York Times. Congratulations, congratulations Gia. Corliss. What uh, a great, great news. Yeah. What a great news. Yeah. Yeah. Really great news. That was, that was really um, uh, appropriate. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we love her. She's putting a ton of work. She has real, and also, I mean, getting, being able to start, I mean, having dance featured uh, in a social media context so that people can see it. Yeah, how about uh, like modernizing uh, the times? Yeah. For modern times, at the times. It, there you go, queen. <laughs> so, uh, so that was fun. Wh- whilst in Ohio, hearing about an Ohioan. True. Um, and, uh... Then we carried on into Illinois, where you have to pay more tolls than anywhere I've ever been in my entire life. Interesting. You pay a toll, like, almost every six miles. How much do they cost? I don't know, but I don't know if my easy pass works or not. Sometimes it seemed it did, and sometimes I couldn't tell. Sometimes you just broke through the barrier? Well, you just Your car drive. just crashed. Well, this is what's through. crazy, is you can go through it, and it's like, go over to the right and pay with your credit card, or go through with an iPass. And it's like, so I'd missed a couple, because I'm just driving. Mm-hmm. Um... If anyone knows, let me know. It'll be too late. I'll How much build. aren't there tolls in New York that cost so much money? Sure. Like fifteen to twenty dollars. Sure. Really? Yeah. Why don't you know the answers? Because uh, I have an Easy Pass. Oh. And Who pays for that? I pay for it. And how does that work? Does it add up? It's well, it's like a, it's a little thing that goes on my well, I windshield. I know, but it's, uh-huh. is it a monthly fee or is it like a? It just adds it up and bills you. I think you. as it starts to get low, it just money gets put back into it from my checking account okay because i just got a statement being like we've just put in another 25 dollars into your easy pass queen which i'm hoping was for those illinois tolls right 
Um, we ate at a really good Korean restaurant. They gave us a Klondike bar and a Snickers ice cream bar at the end. That was fun. That was a bit good. Uh, we stayed in American Inn. I think it's just called American Inn. American I-N-N? Uh-huh. Wow. Um, but somewhere in Ohio, my eyes start to feel not great. And That's I was true. like, wow, Matt, this is hard. They're really starting to burn and it's bad. Um, I'm just going to pop that pin in. So then we get to Minneapolis where we see Jeremy sister, her wife, and their four-month-old, who is so cute. And then my sister and her girlfriend and her many animals. Um, at this point, you have now arrived in I've Minneapolis. I've now gotten on a plane and come to Minneapolis and stayed <clears throat> with one of my best friends, Laurel Keen. Mm. We had the loveliest time with her beautiful daughters and saw 100 children of other people, etc. Uh-huh. And went to a lot of family meals and children said crazy things because kids do say the darndest things. And what did um, that one kid say to you? You sound like a kid. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And how old was that kid? Three or four. Three or four. Mm-hmm. Turned to you. She's you also like the one kid. who had an existential crisis. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, she thought she thought she was. Go tell the story. Ugh. So, I was standing in a group of people who were trying to get these two little girls, four-year-olds, to say goodbye to one another. Mm-hmm. One was named Ellie. She is Laurel's daughter. And one was named Maxwell. She is someone else's daughter. And so, Maxwell, who's very gregarious and, 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 and happy to say goodbye, kept saying goodbye, 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 thank you, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And Ellie was not responding. She was feeling surly and ornery in that moment. Uh-huh. And then... After repeatedly, repeated efforts of adults being like, please say goodbye, Ellie. Well, they Ellie. would say, say goodbye, Ellie. And Ellie. Max would say, bye, goodbye. Yeah, Ellie, say goodbye. And then after a minute or so of that, Maxwell was utterly confused and looked to all the adults and said, wait, am I Ellie? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> go for you, Maxwell. And um, when you want to go to Al-Anon, let me know. <laughs> uh, I had a, a, a story that I forgot to tell you, which is I was with... Some parents and their kids, also four month old. These were these were. Ba- I was around like parents with babies, and this woman was saying that she goes and takes a dance class at the gym, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of like a great dance class. The teacher does it on Tuesdays and Sundays mm-hmm. at Lifetime Fitness. She's choreographed to forty songs, and when you take this class long enough, you know the choreography for these forty oh, it's songs. Aerobics. And then you know she'll do like ten in each class, but you yeah. never know which one she'll uh, switch it up. And she, uh, she said, and what, there's a woman in the... Because she said, what kind of dance do you make? And I was trying to explain it. And then she said, you know, there's this woman in the dance class I take. And she stands at the front. And she kind of does whatever dance she wants to do. That's nice. And I kind of picture... I think that she's probably a modern dancer, right? Uh-huh. And that was her definition of modern dance, which she I was like... whatever she wants. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. do whatever you, know, you want. You know what the choreography is, but you know what? Incredible. Do whatever you want. Oh, my goodness. I really, I really liked that. Um, so... We're in Minneapolis. Uh, my sister and Jeremy and I decide to go for a run. I peace out at about 20 minutes because um, that's about when I start to feel the scar on my foot break. And what? I think those are birds having a fun. Oh. They're talking. Yeah. Seagulls. Seagulls. So I go ahead and <clears throat> run home. My sister and Jeremy get back. And my sister has done... She's has blood She's blood on her forearms something. yeah there's blood on her forearms one of her wrists looks really bad and we're like we should go to the doctor she goes she fractured her radius and so what then drag. what was amazing was they went for a nine mile run Ugh. she did it at around seven miles 
and continue to jog all the way back. And that, ladies and gentlemen, another is what my sister is like. Incredible. Didn't call me to say, can you come get me in the car? She was like, I'm going to run it off. Wow. Um, I also exercised. Oh, yeah, you took a ballet class. I took Maria Kerr's ballet class. She was guesting at TU Dance for their summer intensive. And if you're ever in San Francisco, you should take her class because it was really smart. Amazing. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, she was drilling plie and relevé and what does that mean in our bodies and it was important and I have a lot to learn still yeah I can't do anything that's not true <laughs> but you know what one day at a time and every day is a new day uh so we're in Minneapolis we jog over to your house you were staying only six blocks from where we were staying I know, interestingly just coincidentally which was really kind of amazing and then uh it was time to go it was time to get on the road trip so we go to leave and while we're driving, we decide to stop at a coffee shop that mm. Jeremy and I had stopped at in on Eau our Claire. way in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, called the Coffee Grounds. It's really incredible. Plural Grounds. Have a really great cold brew. And they also sell all kinds of bourgeois kitchen supplies like Le Creuset and fancy eco sponges, etc. So if you need any fancy East Coasty supplies while you're in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, you know. They also have these really great nut and fruit nut bites. and fruit. <laughs> <laughs> these really incredible nut and fruit, nut and fruit bites <laughs> that I really liked. Oh my god, we were watching TV somewhere. Oh, it was when you were taking a shower when we were in the hotels, and. Uh, Martha Stewart was on and she was making some kind of ramekin thing and she was putting on salt and pepper and she goes, I just love pepper. And it sounded just like that. I couldn't get over it. I had to say oh, it that was a Martha time. Stewart show on PBS. I love pepper. I'm sorry. I, I love that. pepper. You were in the shower. Um, but before that, while we stop at the coffee grounds in Eau Claire, we see an eye clinic. There happened to be an eye clinic. Right and next said, door. The Chippewa, the Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic. And I said, should I go there? And we said, yes, please stop complaining. Because I was like, eyes. my eyes are really burning. So I go in. Jody at the front desk is, says, uh, oh, I think I could get you in in an hour. Even though there was quite a few people in the waiting room. And I said, okay. Came over, had an iced coffee with you boys. Walked back over. We were having a ball at the coffee grounds. It was fun. It's really sweet there. You had that incredible peanut butter rice crispy. Peanut butter chocolate covered uh, rice crispy treat. It's really good. Yum, yum, yum. It was really good. I love good. another. Um went back to the eye place saw this really great talked some more with jody talked about my insurance she said it's all gonna work out we're gonna get you and it's all gonna work out see a nurse he was really incredible see the doctor and the doctor was so amazing and his wife is a former dancer um we talk about dance and he was he said you know your eyes well he pulled a really long hair out of one of my was somehow down in my eye. He put iodine in my eyes and then pulled one of my eyelids down and said, we have this long oh, it's like that scene black from hair. The Prometheus ring. Where oh, the squiggle. The guy has a squiggle in his eye and, a, and then he just stuck, you, the doctor stuck a tweezer in and pulled out the little worm. Yeah, this, That's what he happened to you. pulled my eyelid down and spooled it out with a Q-tip. Um, I love that. And But both of my eyes were irritated and he said, well, you need these prescription drops and I have some. I so love when stuff here comes you out. are. And he gave me those drops, and... They look like milk mucus. The drops literally look like I oil. was the first person to see them, because I was sitting behind you in the car as you were... As I put them squeezing in. white mm -hmm. jelly into it's your eyeballs. It's literally white gel. And I didn't say anything, because I, I didn't want you to know what you were doing. It, uh, it, that you were putting Lubriderm on your eyeballs. 
or something. Yeah. It does have that white viscousy, yeah. white mucusy kind of look of you know something, some other kind of substance you wouldn't want to get in your eyes. But in this case, oh, I get it. In this case, Sorry. I'm all, I'm all right getting it in my eye. I'm dumb. Um, and then. Uh, I put those drops in, and I'll, he was so great. He also um, really took care of me, and uh, I uh, said, if he ever comes to New York, I want to hook him up with house seats at ABT or uh, City Ballet, as I like to call it. So that's just a forewarning to James and Tess and Russell and um, Bella. Cassie and Bella and others, uh, everybody, Gretchen, anyone. I might be texting you saying, this eye doctor really took care of me. Can we help get him seats? Um, and then we continued on our way and we stayed at where? An Econo Lodge. In Menominee, Michigan. Yeah. We stayed right on the where bay. my friend Joel Akins is from, who was um, a boy choir chorister with me. Oh, wow. He was a little tiny thing and then he grew tall. And Did you text him and say I'm in your hometown? I don't have his phone number. Oh, okay. We're not close. But, and I doubt he listens to the pod, but Joel. Hey, Joel, we were in your <laughs> hometown. You do, I was always very fond of you. Um, and that lake we stayed on was really pretty. Didn't We didn't get Can in it. Can you imagine that all these years later, Joel Akins, who I last time I saw him was 1994. And I remember the town he's from in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Can you believe how loud that vacuum cleaner is on the stage of Kresge? Well, the Kresge has incredible acoustics, so yes. Wow, I remember being here for the summer camp and Carol Channing was here. And she was doing performance in Kresge. And oh my God! Did they cannonball her out of Kresge <laughs> while she was like raspberries? <laughs> they did, and I—they had it all blocked off somehow, so you couldn't see her. And I snuck around the corner where she was talking to the guy who was playing the orchestra for her, and she goes, "And at this part, I'm going to say that you are the maestro of the diamonds, oh. and then we'll go into diamonds are a girl's best friend." <laughs> <laughs> So I got to watch her. Flawless segue, Carol. I, I got Flawless. to watch her practice some, and I really wanted to see the show, but my parents couldn't afford it, um, so I didn't see it. Uh, and are you then trying to happened. go on? Um, we ate at a Perkins. Oh, we did. We ate at a Perkins. We had really good pie that was just like I remembered really good. it, which Wild they say berry. no sugar added. And yeah, I don't believe it. And then we went we had, to... In fact, we had one piece of pie. We were just going to split it between I'm the three of us. Full of corn syrup. Immediately said, I'll have to have another one of those. It was so good. Um, and then we watched... With both whipped cream and ice cream. With both whip, with whipped cream and ice on cream. On the side. On the side. Thank you very much. We stayed in Econo Lodge. Um, both of you fine. slept through the 1.30 a.m. terror that I had. Because uh-huh. the person came into the next room, and there was just the tiniest little plywood door separating our room and their room. And I really thought they were going to come through and... Stab us to death. Come through, queen. <laughs> um, go off. Go off with your knife into my brain. <laughs> so they did not go off. They did not. You did not sleep as well as... You and Jeremy. Yeah. You and Jeremy were totally conked out. You snore. I know that. But like a whistle snore. Thank you. It's incredible. It's Beautiful. not like a... I sh- it literally stop sounds like this. I it's can't. like... <gasps> Oh my God, heaven. It really was a whistle snore, as if we were like in an old Disney like <laughs> movie where, you know, someone falls asleep and a handkerchief falls on their face and Did every you time they like, blow, it like Were you ever like up. sleeping in the same room as somebody who you like had a crush on or you just yeah. really liked them? Yeah, all the time. That and happened you'd to like me pretend all the time. to sleep and like 
make like cute sounds or like funny sounds. Yeah, like, where you pretend to sleep and you're like, I love you. Or like, or you're like, oh. or like, put it in my hand. Oh my God. <laughs> like that? Like cute sounds like that? <laughs> so cute. Cute sounds like, I'm clean. Uh-huh. Stop. <laughs> um, so then uh, we continued on the next the following on, day. We started right. driving. We stopped in Escondido. What was it called? Escanada. Oh, but in the morning, you guys toggled between these two movies that were oh yes, both miraculous. We were watching both, m- both. Money Monster. I love how you say both. We're watching you both like Money Monster and um, Doppelganger starring Drew Barrymore. Doppelganger starring Drew Barrymore is truly incredible. I learned incredible. that Money Monster was directed by Jodie abs- Foster. Yeah. I am absolutely here for Doppelganger. Can you imagine? They don't it's, care. No, it's really good. So what are those campers? Or they're part of the like marching band um, thing that's going should on. We take it, should we take a pause? Yeah, let's do that. Pause. pause. And we're, we're back. back. We've come inside to a music theory classroom to yeah. escape um, the sound of uh, of marching band summer intensive having lunch outside. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're like enough of that. It's well, quiet, it's time. It's insanely. It's, now we're in a recording studio, basically. This is nice. This is basically where we should always record. It's true. Did you ever take a class in this room? I don't recall in this. No, I did not take music theory in this room. The fireplace is very unfamiliar to me. I have never been in this room. I do remember today having a voice class somewhere down that hall with a guy. I can't remember his name. Ron was, Gentry. Name some other ones. Who I would have Mr. had. Mr. Norris. Yep. Yeah. I I had voice class with Mr. Norris. I remember him being like, "So, what songs do you want to work on?" And I brought in. Um, the songbook for Tori Amos's uh, Boys for Pele, and he was like, we're not. No. I, he said these are all so repetitive and like kind of around the same notes until all of a sudden. Well, as we've discussed yesterday, Tori Amos likes to establish a tune early on in the song, like, na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, and then suddenly she just is like, moaning, moaning, I love her. moaning, She's moaning, She's screaming, moaning. I mean, PJ Harvey is my favorite. Let's not get it twisted. And yeah. I love Ramos. I I hope I meet her but someday. But all her songs are like that. Dun, I might be dun, meeting dun, another dun, famous uh, musician, but we're not going to talk about it until it's actually happened. Okay. So, um, in Doppelganger, <laughs> uh, Drew Barrymore's parents have been killed by someone who looks just like her, but everyone thinks this is multiple personality disorder. And I liked it better when it was Poison Ivy. When, when the we, movie when was we Poison thought Ivy. it was Poison Ivy. I want to see Poison Ivy again with the other, the other girl who's in it is from Roseanne. Which one? Darlene. Oh. What's her name? Mm. Melissa Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert. I did a movie with her. Who? And she was a vegetarian. I can't remember her name. Sarah. I think Melissa. I think Melissa Gilbert's the blonde sister, Mm-mm. but the dark-haired sister. There's a Sarah Chalk who played, like, the second version of the blonde sister. Look at that person. He has a cast. Um, remember, because the blonde sister on Roseanne was two different actresses. Right. I think one of them was Melissa Gilbert. But then the dark-haired. Is her the name dark is Darlene. That's what I said already. And I don't know her name. Don't know her name. But she's on The View or the other version of The View, which what is, is it? called Sarah, Sarah Gilbert. Gilbert. And so the blonde sister was not Melissa Gilbert. I clearly made that up. Sarah Gilbert 
I did a movie with her called Outside Providence, and I think most of her scenes are cut from that. Did you have a scene with her? I don't remember, but I do remember eating dinner with her a lot because, no, we would go eat in restaurants, and we were both vegetarian. Mm. Mm. Um, So then we kept driving, driving, and we... And what did you get to do, actually, before we went to that hotel? Well, that was the day before, but I drove. You drove. I drove the car. And how'd that go for you? It was scary. It was scary for you. It wasn't scary for me or Jeremy. You guys were scared today. I was scared today. I wasn't scared today. Today... I was just scared of you guys. Today felt... Today felt different. Well, because there was cars and signs and... I think you were also maybe excited that we were going to be interlocking, so it it just didn't feel like we were slowing down when there'd be, like, a stoplight or... We were. I never had to, like, slam on the brakes. We always stopped by the time it was time to stop. It's true. I'm just we did, saying. You did stop. You always stop by the time you stop. It's true. I did. It's true. I knew you were anxious, but... Yeah. Yeah. I saw there was a car in front of us, so I'm not blind. Well, that's good. I don't think you're blind. I think it's a it's a it's a thing of you know, it's all it's having. It, I haven't realized how much looking one has to do while driving because so I grew up driving, so it's, it's very I'm just upsetting. used to it. I don't like it. Yeah, you have to look all around all at once. Ugh. Um, but you drove. You've driven twice now. Twice. And you're gonna get that license. It's gonna happen. I think I need like thirty more hours of driving. Wow. Just that's what I feel. Okay. Um, so then what happened? We left the hotel and we came, oh, yesterday was really great. The best thing happened. We were having a nice time in the car. You kept remarking on how nice it is to be in the car. And I thought, okay, I was asleep in the back. I was enjoying traveling with the two of you, yeah. And we were doing games and we were listening to podcasts and we were listening to music. And then as we approached the long, long bridge in Mackinac to cross from the Upper Peninsula into the mainland, we pulled over on the side of the road, walked over some beautiful dunes, and slipped into Lake Michigan. It was magic. Huge waves. As if you were at I mean at the ocean, but the not wind. so huge that they'd bury you into the ground. You no, know? they were just polite Perfect. waves. They were you're absolutely right. They were polite. But large enough that they'd pick your body up. Or maybe it was just yeah. that I'm so thin right now. And then it was sandy and not mm. too cold and the clouds were dramatic. Not too was... cold and outside it was not too hot. It was so good. It was so... And the storm was coming. So One of my just... favorite swimming experiences. Yeah, me too. I think it's my top two swimming experience. Oh. The other one is sometime in the Atlantic that I can't quite remember. But I really loved it. I'm going to try to think of a good swimming experience that I loved. Mm-hmm. When I was little, when I'd be in Idaho in the summers, we would go visit a part of the lake where, where my aunt's friend Devin lived, and she had a kid too, and we would get in a boat or swim over to this alcove that looked like mud. It was clay, and we would get mm. in the clay and cover our whole bodies in clay and be like clay monsters and then rinse off. I like that. Which is what you did yesterday at Lake Michigan, actually. I you did. took all of the kind of blackish sand, and then you exfoliated your entire body. Mm-hmm. You really rubbed it so hard, and it was incredible that your skin felt like latex after it. It was really beautiful. It was really nice. Really nice. Um, swimming in the lake was incredible. 
we were all so happy. Mm-hmm. We dried off. We got in the car. We went over that long bridge that doesn't actually feel that long. Yeah, and then, it looked like an epic thing, but... But if you've ever had to go over a bridge in New York and you're behind people, it's like the same. Yeah. Um, and then we had the best burgers. We went to a little weirdo diner uh-huh. in Mackinac and... Can't remember it at this point. Don't know what it was called, but it was near a diner that had a huge hot dog on top of it. And then it was to the left of it. Bridge. Bridge I Bridge Bridge view. view. Jeremy was the Bridgeview restaurant or diner. Bridgeview diner, and it said best world's burger. best burger. And then they also had a burger with an olive sauce, which uh, was just olives and tomatoes in like mayonnaise, kind of mayonnaise. But I'm also <laughs> I also feel like it was a little bit like thinned with buttermilk, maybe. My mouth's maybe. watering actually. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to swallow like gobs of saliva. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good with waffle fries. And our waitress, who were like, "Where are you from?" and she says, "Romania." And you Just, says, and I said that's where my mother's side of the family is from, Romania, said, Transylvania. Transylvania. She said I'm from Transylvania. Yep. And then she started saying things that were too complicated, like the names of towns. And you were like, no, no, no. I was like, I've, I went to southern. I went. No, I didn't go. I went to the border of Romania once, when I was in Prague for <sighs> a reason that doesn't matter at this point in time. I like that story. But. Burgers were so good, and I I'm gonna cut up green olives with some tomatoes and whip them in some mayonnaise. Put them on burgers. Put a, put Maybe them on. it was a little olive juice that cut the mayonnaise and made it tangy. It was really good. It's delish. So, anyways, we ate there. My cheese fries were absolutely covered you in melted cheese cheddar fries. cheese. That literally was not cheese sauce. No, just absolutely slices of cheese melted yeah. over waffle fries. Delicious. Mm. A really great pickle came with it. Fine pickle. Oh. Yeah, I, don't I don't remember the pickle. No, the pickle was earlier in the day with that sandwich from <gasps> es- wow. Esplanada. What? When we went to Escanaba. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was called. It was called Escanaba. That's and where we were earlier. And then we continued on our way. We got to Traverse City. Emily was home waiting for us as the rain started. Mm-hmm. And we had snacks. Well, we had a delicious homemade pesto on Homemade pesto, kohlrabi salad, mozzarella yeah. tomatoes. It was the first real food we'd eaten in days. That's absolutely correct. I was, I hadn't had, when we say real food, we mean that it's... Fiber, nutrition, yeah. any like, uh, none of that. Yeah, that, or it. also that it could have just actually come from a, a farm instead of just iceberg lettuce that came, that was grown in, in, in a, a basement somewhere. Yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. Um... Uh, that was really delicious. And yeah. then we, and Matt came home and we drifted off to sleep and we woke up and chatted with her daughter. Jane. Uh, who is truly. Utterly charming. Utterly charming. So smart. I said it this morning, you're very intelligent, Jane. She said, yeah. She can put sentences together in a way that's absolutely She adult. does something I love, which is if you say something, she doesn't know what it is. She says name. So if she didn't understand what you just said, she says Name. name. Instead of what? Oh, it's good. It is really strange. That. It's almost like a like um, something Blade Runnery. Like one of the Android people would be like name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. like that. It was good. And then we uh, came over here to Interlochen. And here we are. Still here we are sitting in. Um, I could give you a music theory lesson. A room we've never been in. Yeah, where the wipe off board has um, the staff drawn on it, so that you can just immediately dive into music theory. Are you good at music theory, Reed? I used to be pretty good at music theory. I was, wow. you know, I, I, boy choir school was music theory drilling. Every morning we had an hour of music theory divided into 20-minute segments of 
ear training, sight singing, and vocal technique. Mm. And so then when, by the time I got to Interlochen and you're required to take a, a year of music theory, I was like, no problem. <laughs> in fact, I might take a nap in this class. Big time. Yeah. And you know what's crazier? Well, anything that involves sight singing, I was used at Interlochen, which was composers made really difficult music I would be responsible for. Or... Um, chamber singers, you had to be able to sight read quickly, and then also music theory, there was like a lot of sight singing involved. So that was all fine. Then I got to SUNY Purchase as a dance major, and they said, music is required of all dance majors. And I said, excuse me? And so I I did manage to place out of music one, uh-huh. and then music two, that is not an option. So my, my second year at Purchase, uh. I had to take music two with Saul Spangenberg, and um, I was like, well... I guess I'll just fall asleep. Enjoy myself. Yeah, you can just cover my face with my shirt. He did have um. He was had an idea that we would learn music theory through singing. So he Mm. he encouraged us all to sort of sing as a choir in class, and we would do exercises like that. This is a purchase, which was a good idea. And at some point, oh, I remember I we sang something, and then I looked over, and Joan Wadopian was crying. Why? Because I sang it very nicely. Oh, <laughs> hi, Joan. Where's Joan? She's in Asheville, North Carolina with two babies. Oh, fun. Um, uh, I was... Two new hips and two new children. Two, <laughs> two, new, two new babies and two new babies. Yeah. Um, I was remembering that the first performance piece I ever made was here at the summer camp. Mm. And I, was, I think it was, it was in the basement of Gruno, if that's such a thing. It was hard to tell at that building today. And um, it was about... There's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was just thinking that. She's so great. Um, and guess what the, who the music was that I used? Philip Glass. Uh-uh. Samuel Barber. Uh-uh. Tori Amos. Yes. Uh-huh. I used Father Lucifer. Sing it. Sing I, a little for us. I was just asked recently what my favorite uh, song was. Will you sing was. a little Father Lucifer? Father Lucifer, you never looked so sane. You always did prefer the drizzle to the rain. Start to start with a little tune, and then what happens? <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop me oh, from floating. Moaning. I knew it. <laughs> I love that song. She's not moaning. She's letting you know nothing's gonna stop her from floating. Okay. I love that song. It's so good. What are your general feelings about the Midwest this time around? Love. Deep, deep love. Oh, well, there's I have some stuff that I left out. There's a little bit of terror for you, I feel. Um, why? Oh, just like thinking people are going to kill you in the night or at a restaurant. That is so usual. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's literally how I feel anywhere except New York City. Like, right. in New York City, I'm like, Move! I'm fine, uh-huh. or I'm going to lay down, or, you know, whatever. And outside of it is... A little scarier. Well, because my childhood was really scary, and it was in the Midwest. So I went through my childhood home. Oh, forgot. Yeah. Me too. Because I'd never seen my parents' grave. So I did that, and that was... Um, did you lay flowers something. at their grave? No, I cleaned it off, though. Just brush, brush? Brush, brush. Yeah, it's just gotten dirty, so I found like some a branch of pine needles and oh. wiped it off, and uh, yeah, it was. Did you feel things? Mm, 
Not really. I'd felt more when we stopped by my childhood home in the town I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a little, when is it? You know, it really felt, it felt like time is nature's way of preventing a collapse. And at any moment I could kind of push my hand through a membrane of time and slide back to 95. So Time is nature's, nature's way, way of preventing a collapse. Time mm-hmm. is also nature's way of... Giving you wrinkles? Well, I mean, obviously. Propelling you towards death? No, but time is also nature's way of encouraging collapse or, or providing collapse, you know. What is the word I'm thinking of? Disintegration? Yeah, well, time obviously makes disintegration, right? Uh-huh. But else, or lets things grow. You know, it's, but it's... I found the the word. Time is nature's way of facilitating collapse. There you go. Hmm. Well, this is, this comes from a theory that all time is happening all at once. So what we perceive to be happening now Mm -hmm. is, uh, uh, I can't get into quantum physics right now, ladies and another, I'll, I'll, I could just... Physics. Physics. Were you ever good at that? Were you ever good at quantum physics? I stopped at trigonometry. I went, I did trigonometry and I said, well, I don't know what just happened. So I stopped. I remember a teacher saying that they thought they could get me into this NASA program. Jack. And I was like, I think I want to dance. No. <laughs> they said, I'm pretty sure no. we, that you are going to be able to help us this find is this not person a story. who this is, is not a story. missing in a black hole somewhere. Look at and how I many thought, freckles I have. Have you ever seen anything like it? Your, that arm looks literally like gray pagement, parchment paper. Thank you. You look completely white to me. That's not freckles. I see so many freckles. Uh, well, if you really put your eye right next if to the If you took skin, a picture of me with an infrared camera, I would be covered in freckles. I don't know about that. I think they'd be like, wow, that person's never been in the sun. <laughs> um, so after this, we'll have, a, we'll have a, a little moment here at the Interlock and Traverse City Depot. And then we'll go to Brianna O'Mara's wedding. Correct. In Carsonville. And then Niagara Falls, where I've never been. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm having a nice time. I am also having a nice time. I, I hope we can get in another giant body of lake water. Right. Where, where, and also what was so nice about Lake Michigan was it didn't feel like there'd be I that brain the next, eating amoeba in it. For the next time you travel... I'd like to stop by and help you to um, to Marie Kondo your packing practice. Oh, really? Why? I feel you've brought a lot of things. Well, I'm gone for two weeks. I understand. And so I brought things that were just in case. Like? Like some herbs. Uh-huh. I mean, so there's just a few, like, pill bottles of... Different herbs and stuff. I didn't see, but Emily was saying, oh, Jack has objects. Were you laying out objects in their room last night? Well, I brought this statue that I take with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. And? (laughs) That's it. Okay, just one statue. I just brought one. (laughs) Just one. Yeah. And now what is in the pink bag that weighs so much? So I do have a pink... So, ladies and other, get your dance and stuff tote They're bag. amazing. They're amazing. Traveling. We've been taking them everywhere. And I have filled up to the brim 
one of them with various um, homeopathic uh, and Chinese herbs, some of which are from my acupuncturist, some of which are just some things that I thought I'd try. Uh, different moisturizers, as my sister calls my morning process, my ablutions. I mean, and <laughs> truly, it is like Cleopatra's readying herself for her, you know, War. To, to meet her, her subjects. <laughs> it's always been that way. Wow. I've, it's always been that way. You know, my mom... It's a real process. Well, it's unfortunate in a lot of ways, and a lot of the ways that I grew up. Um, and one of them was that I was kind of living in the act with my right. mother. Mm -hmm. She definitely... She would sit in front of a vanity? No, she would tell me that I needed medications I didn't need. Right. So... There was a lot of insistence that I had allergies when I didn't have allergies. Uh, there was a lot of giving me different um, prescriptions that weren't mine Wow. Uh, when I was a child. And so at least I was able to wean myself off a fair amount of that and to just take things like wellness formula or fish oil. Now, with all these many bottles of herb pills, mm. et cetera, why don't you just get one of those Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday things and just fill those little things up? I think with... those are ugly. Okay. And I just am kind of, when you go to pack, I just like to sort of stick my arm into the medicine cabinet and dump it and in a bag. Open a bag and just dump them in there. Right. Because maybe there's also some sort of far back fantasy that I'll never come back. Do you know what I mean? Unlikely. No, it's completely unlikely. On this trip, I had such fondness for Eau Claire because I loved that coffee shop and I loved that eye doctor. Yes. And I did, you know, I'll get this wild thought when I go anywhere new I like immediately, kind of, I think. Yeah. Uh -huh. I feel it's Omaha. true. Loved it. As soon as I... Houston. Loved the Manil. Loved the Manila collection. I was really like, I could walk through this every day. I could walk through this high Twombly Pavilion every day. You loved Australia. I do want to move to Melbourne. That's a fact. Uh -huh. Absolutely. I don't want to move to Houston or Omaha or Escanaba or Eau Claire. I no. do want to move to Melbourne. And my feelings of the Midwest on this trip are they don't call it the heartland for nothing. People have been so lovely. I think Everyone, they've been okay. Everyone's been really lovely. Mm. Yeah, they've been fine. They've been decent. Hmm. I felt everyone's been really great. I haven't felt a great deal of warmth, that's for sure. Really? No. Well, maybe you're not giving out enough warmth. I am so gregarious and weird with wait staff, et cetera, and they, that are, not, is they are not giving it back. Well, the except way for the you Romanian order girl. food at, at a diner in the middle of nowhere is bananas. It's really... <laughs> I where were we were at some diner on our way the scary one. What where was that? Somewhere. I literally couldn't tell if we were in Wisconsin or Michigan at that point. Wisconsin. We were by Eau Claire Jeremy's Whispered. Mm -hmm. Um and the way you ordered your meal to the waitress, well it was prolonged. It was a prolonged ordering. Mm -hmm. As well as asking her questions like, is that weird? You know, and she was like, well, uncharmed. She was like, well, it's it is either uh, mashed potatoes or French fries, right? You know, and <laughs> but you you extended the interaction in a way that I right, I think, which generally I found that if I'm like, in the mood to to do that with mm -hmm. weight stuff, they find it amusing. 
they mm. they get on board. They're happy to for reprieve from the mon- mundaneness of the mundacity. Job. Is that a mm. real word? Yeah. Mundacity. Yeah, it's not mundaneness. I can tell you that. It's- I'm gonna call it mundaneness. <laughs> mundaneness. And um, it truly sounds like you're saying mundaneness. Mundaneness. <laughs> Oh, I'm a minus. What was my issue that I was having in one of our YouTube videos? Ladies and another, subscribe and watch those. When I, Marae, when I say Marae Anus. Marae Anus. Marae yeah. Anus. <laughs> it's not. Oh, Marae Anus. <laughs> um, yeah, I, whereas my interactions with the wait staff or Jody at Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic or wherever, you just, it's, it's, it's a kind of thing like, well, how are you today? And, you know, what's going on? Are you doing well? How's your family? That kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know. I like it. I'm really, I don't know. I grew up out here. Feels, feels Yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the phrase. They don't like mince words here. They don't, what's that called where they don't like, you know, they're not flowery about any of it. It's all sort of. It is what it is. Cut to the, cut to the thing. Out here, how what I they grew cut up. To? We just, we're cutting to the chase. They cut through the thick. Yeah. We just, we call it like it is. We say what it is. We see you, it. me. We say it, we say it, and then we've said it. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Truthful. We're honest. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I really like it out I here. I just haven't felt warm. supported. Wow. I felt so supported. My experience in the Midwest is, it's, it's mildly fantasy. It's a little bit like, could I work at Interlochen? Yes. I don't feel the people here are like, oh, I wish you'd stay in this town. I feel like they're like... Pass through, please. Oh, everywhere we've stopped, I've really felt like people were... Everyone's asked me questions, and I've asked them questions. You're lying. I'm not. This is untrue. You were projecting some kind of fantasy We had a lot of talks there. Um, I had a lot of... I had a fair amount of chats. This eye clinic has distorted your whole perception of the Midwest. Let me tell you what. (laughs) Jeremy and I did not step into the eye clinic, so we don't know the magic that lies within, but... It did something to you. I also felt yesterday we were someplace where I felt people were real nice. No. I don't know. I think Corey I really wasn't even really nice, nice at the Econo Lodge. He was really nice to me. Ugh. He called me, left me a voicemail about he the did. car key that was left in our car room that both of you seemed to <laughs> right overlook. Right in the car room. What did I say? Car I think room? both of us overlooked. You were the last one to leave the room. Well, well... <laughs> I was the one who had to return the keys. Okay. So I expected that everything was going to be taken out of there. And lo and behold, someone had left one of the car keys I in there. I expected the room to have been cleaned up for me as I left it. <laughs> I had a lot of lotions to put on. And then I had to put all those lotions back in my pink bag. <laughs> the way you extended pink bag was really the... good. I thought I had to put everything back in my pink bag. <laughs> That's definitely how I feel towards the end of August. Just really extend everything really beyond. Well, I'm going on a drive. What time is it, I wonder? Is um, it time to go? I think it's time to go. Because uh, we need to go and yeah. eat with the family and move on. So, ladies and another, you'll hear about the rest of our road trip next week. Um, watch and subscribe to the Dance and Stuff show on YouTube. A get a show. tote bag. Get a puzzle. Uh, what else? That's everything. That's everything. We loves you. Loves you. Bye.